It is the best time of the year. I know some people believe the 4th of July weekend is the best time of year. I know some people believe the holidays is the best time of the year. But here on the Sports Cubicle with the Marvelous One, Dan Marver, Devin Tingle, Paul Shavari, and myself, Mike Mercado, the best time of the year is Wild Card Weekend. And the only way to celebrate Wild Card Weekend, the beginning of the NFL playoffs, is with one of the best in the business. He covers college football the national football league and everything in the middle he's the one he's the only he's our friend from the daily blitz it is christian simpson what's up christian (laughs) oh man man i appreciate that intro happy new year to you guys i hope you guys all had a great holiday season and most importantly like i always say thank you for having me of course it is our pleasure you're doing a lot of work you made the big move to nyc so you are going of course the year you move to the big apple is the year saquon daniel jones and that new coaching staff (laughs) heads into the playoffs so many scenarios to go through whether Mm -hmm. or not my prediction the the epiphany i had that oh man you let tom brady in the playoffs and now he's got to go to dallas and minnesota why you make it so easy or is it the time for Josh Allen to make that next step. So many things to talk about. Christian, we're going to start with this. The initial matchups of this year's NFL wildcard weekend, everything that that transpired now that we know that Atlanta is the neutral site that could happen between Kansas City and Buffalo, everything that happened with DeMar Hamlin, here we are now. It has happened. Wildcard weekend, your initial thoughts, what caught your eye? What are you excited about this coming up weekend? You know, I think the two games that are catching my eye, obviously the first one is Dallas and Tampa Bay. You know, they open up the season two years in a row. Dallas could have beat them in 2021, but they gave that man that wears number 12 just a little too much time. And he did what Tom Brady's done throughout his entire future Hall of Fame career. This year, Tampa Bay punches Dallas in the mouth, and that was the game when Dak got hurt. So that's obviously one. I know both teams have been shaky this year. And then the other one, I'm really looking forward to the Chargers and the Jaguars. Two young quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence has really taken that next step this year. It's just an amazing story where Jacksonville is compared to where they were in 2021. The whole Urban Meyer soap opera debacle. (laughs) any negative word that you want to call it. And Doug Peterson comes in and the whole dynamic of this entire team changes. And look, I'm just going to continue to say it. Coaching indeed does make a difference. An experienced coach at that makes all the difference. Deb, kind of looking, the game that really has me going is the one you say might be a little bit easier. They're going against uh, an aging Tom Brady. I guess we could even say Uh Prescott there. I mean, we saw Dak got hurt this year, but came back like no injuries there. But we know this is the kind of year where the time of the year where Tom Brady really shows who Tom Brady actually is here. Do you think he's going to, you know, be able to make, you know, continue to be Tom Brady? Or is Dak Prescott going to be like, look, here's the stupid mistake we made last year that cost us the game. We're not going to do that again this year. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, Devin. Tom Brady doesn't scare me like he has in years past. Look, I'm just, I'm just being completely honest. Right here, because the offensive line has problems. The offense has been very hot and cold. They've been a roller coaster team this year. Tampa doesn't put fear into you like they did in 2020 when they caught fire and got hot at the right time. And last year 
as well. Last year was the first full year when Brady was really on the same page with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. And look, there are two pieces now that he's not going to have this year. He's not going to have old reliable Rob Gronkowski, and he's not going to have Antonio Brown. I know that's a whole different topic for another day. Look, we, we ain't going to get into that. I, look, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. But let's not act like he wasn't a key piece when they won that Super Bowl in 2020. Yes, the defense is great. I think the key for Tampa Bay, if they want to make some noise, Tom Brady can't throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. They have to run that ball. I think Leonard Fournette is going to really be key, not just in this game on Monday night, but he's going to be key the remainder of the playoffs. Run the ball, and what's that going to do? That's going to force defenders to come into the box Eight-man, nine-man, ten-man, even an 11-man box. Sit guys on that line of scrimmage. Tom can use that play action and take a shot down the field. However, Dallas has a pretty formidable defense, and the key to beating Tom Brady is pressure up the middle. Flush him out the pocket. Flush him to the left side of the pocket because he's right-handed. And force him to throw off that back foot. You got to get to him, and you got to push him back before he moves the ball up the field. You know, it's interesting you say that, and we're going to throw it to Paulie in just a second, but I think one of the things I've been saying for months now at this point is, Mm -hmm. what is the road to the Super Bowl for Tom Brady? And if you look at it, if the road to the Super Bowl ends up being going to Jerry World and then going to Minnesota, yeah, he doesn't have the same weaponry. But when you really start thinking about who the quarterback on the other side is, They have to deal with that pressure. They have to be the one that goes over it. And as we've seen the last few weeks with Dak Prescott throwing the ball to the opposite jersey, to the team with the other colored laundry, and again, Kirk Cousins, for some reason, he's like a mogwai. He's a gremlin. Once you feed him past 3 o'clock, bad things happen. If the game happens when the sun is going down, we are in for a bad night for Minnesota, even with the weapons of Justin Jefferson and C.J. Hawkinson and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. This is a team that is all great offensively. You do the same thing with Tony Pollard and C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup and Ezekiel Elliott. And at the end of it, it's still a bad man who wears 12 that's going to come into your building with no inclement weather, and you have to stop him while your quarterback plays his best game going into the playoffs. And that's just something I want to put a, a pin on because of the conversation we're going to have the entire playoffs. But Paulie, you hear this talk, you hear how Devin has kind of seen what the GOAT is going to go through and how the playoffs might play through. Your thoughts and what do you have for Christian when you first saw these playoff matchups? Well, first of all, the division winners get to play host in the first round. So Tampa Tom gets to hang out at home this weekend. Big, That's a huge thing. I mean, even... Even then, it's that idea of now he's got the comfort. Like he's, and when you think, when you think of that, Paulie, like he may not have the skill, but think about the level of play that he is in his 40s. Like he's comparable to dudes in their 20s, the prime of the league right now. And his scariest matchup is going to be Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts, but who are you putting your mortgage on? to get you to the Super Bowl if it's Jalen Hurts versus Tom Brady for 60 minutes, Paulie? Uh, I would go with Jalen Hurts. And and quite honestly, I think it's like what Christian said. There's no old reliable. Tampa's limping in as the 8-9 and nine record. The, the AFC South was trash this year. You know, he's going to have that first home game. So I think it's winnable against the Cowboys. Although, I you know, I'm staking my claim on the Cowboys from the beginning of the season, getting to the NFC Championship game. So, I like them, the Cowboys in this matchup, but betting against Tom is a mistake in the way that the Buccaneers have played down the stretch. 
betting against Tom is a mistake. Uh, I'll say the that question I, the question I have for Christian, though, okay. out of all of these matchups, though, which one seems the most likely for an upset? Wow. Wow. So I don't see you like I see the other ones. You know, I see you in the cat and you, you look <laughs> like that. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Buckets, how you been? How you been, Pa? I've been good, man. The real question I wanted to ask you is how many how many times are you going to hit the South Bronx this summer? Well, that's a few times. And, you know, the, the question I have to all three of you is, are you guys coming with me? Like, are we going to make this, uh, you know, a trip where, you know, I take you guys to the boogie down? Well, the future oh, NL man. Central Chicago Cubs, I, I I think I play the Yankees now that everybody plays each other. So we find our way to Yankee Yankee Stadium where Roger Clemens is the George Steinbrothers. <laughs> okay, Paul, ask the question again. Can you ask the question again for me? <laughs> Out of all these wild card matchups, which one is the most likely for an upset? I can see the Giants beating the Vikings uh, because Minnesota's defense isn't all that great. The Giants had their best offensive day against Minnesota. And the thing about the Vikings, yes, they won the division. They, they what won 13 games this year, if I'm not mistaken. Their defense has a tough time getting off the field. Yeah, they won that big game against Buffalo back in November. And then look at what they do against Dallas. The, the week after they get punched in the mouth. When you hit this team in the mouth early, they don't recover. But one thing that a lot of people tend to do is blame Kirk Cousins. Kirk can only play on one side of the ball. But I think the key for the Giants to pull off the upset, Saquon Barkley has to be great. He was great the first game, and he has to duplicate that success in the second game. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I, I looked at that matchup and I loved the Giants in that, especially they have so many great defensive players coming back. And it seems like Xavier McKinney is just itching to be covering that, that Vikings pass offense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the other thing I look at with Minnesota, you know what you're going to get from them offensively. Justin Jefferson, I think, has been the best wide receiver in the league this year. And when he hits that gritty, that means he just did something. But I get up and do the gritty right now, but I'm too comfortable. <laughs> and, hey, it's okay. We're old. We 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 a little old nowadays. Look, man, I'm forever young, but yeah, okay. I'm still in the prime. Okay, all right, okay, all look, right. Look, Christian, you know look. you see this matchup. You see this matchup, and I think Paulie brings up a great uh, talk of. A lot of these teams rested themselves in week 18. We're preparing themselves for week 17. You know, Devin, Paul, and the marvelous one talk about all the time. Being momentum, especially in baseball, how have you been playing over the last few weeks heading into October? Well, now right. that we're here into January, we know it's 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 it, this is the time. This is when all of it has to come together. Everybody's hurt, everybody's right. injured, right. people are down to their fourth or fifth guy in the depth chart. But here we are. And you look at a matchup like the Giants and the Vikings, where some dudes are licking their chops and some other guys are praying to God, whoever is up in the clouds, that they are protected in that game. But mm -hmm. when you're at this moment now in the NFC wildcard weekend and you see that type of potential upset happening, who has the most pressure to perform this Saturday, this Sunday? You could talk about Trevor Lawrence. And Justin Herbert, for example, a game that we're all excited about, something that you covered over at the website. And again, we're really proud to bring in our buddy, one of the best in the business, Christian Simpson, joining us today from the Daily Blitz. Check out the website, thedailyblitz.blog. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marver. 
Paul Shavari, Devin Tingle, myself, Mike Mercado, Christian Simpson, joining us for a few more minutes as we break down Super Wildcard Weekend. Check out the latest article over at the Daily Blitz. Dot blog and it's dealing with here we go again which means it is time for herbert and for lawrence to go at it but with that in mind those two levels Dak and and brady you have kirk cousins josh allen like name them who has the most pressure this coming up weekend when we know there's going to be an upset wow you know i'm gonna say the san francisco 49ers wow. they've been rolling right now they've won 10 in a row since brock purdy has come in They've won five games in a row. And also think about this, all three of you. Seattle's the only team that's going to see Brock Purdy twice. So they have more of a game film on him. Okay, he did this to us the first time. Now we can pressure him. We can contain him. Let's take away those weapons. Let's take away what it is he likes to do best. Um, and I, I really like the San Francisco offense. Christian McCaffrey looks like a new man. It's the name. <laughs> It's an A. Look, I'm just playing. Um, George Kittle is finally healthy. Debo Samuel is the jack of all trades for this offense. But I think the guy you need to watch for within this offense is Brandon Ayuk. While Debo is their most important offensive weapon, Brandon is their best pure wide receiver because he can go up, stretch the field, go over the middle. Jimmy Garoppolo was getting him the ball. And I like the rapport that Brock Purdy has built with him as well. Like Seattle – these, these matchups that are in the division, and when you see them three times, it's tough to beat a team three times uh, in the in the regular in the in the same season. So that's one. And then the other, I'm looking at looking at the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember, this is the team that came out the AFC last year, and they have a full year of experience under their belt. They're also clicking. They're also rolling right now. Joe Burrow, that man is just so cool. Listen to how calm I get when I say that man's name, Joe Burrow. Christian, this is, I'm so glad you brought up Joe Burrow. And I think, you know, obviously, Paulie Dangerous here is our local Raiders fan. And there's a lot of stuff going on with Derek Carr. And Devin himself loves the the, the National Football League. There's a guy that, that loves Tom Brady, loves a lot of these young and a lot of these old quarterbacks that have are, are developing and maintaining and pushing this league forward. And it brings me to a guy that has been a conversation this entire time on this show on the Sports Cubicle. Justin Fields. Now he's not in the playoffs. Obviously, that you can't be when you're the number one pick in the NFL draft. Right. But right. Your thoughts as we kind of just take a, a detour from the playoffs and here locally in Chicago, the excitement of what's going on. Kevin Warren, now the new CEO and president, going to be named on Tuesday officially. Ryan Poles has the opportunity with the number one overall pick and the most salary cap and potentially a top-tier quarterback. Your thoughts that we got 18 weeks in, we saw the blueprint of the second year, this new regime with Matt Eberflus. Your thoughts on what you saw from QB1 in the lakefront? I absolutely loved it. He he plays with a lot of grit, a lot of intensity, and he became a, a, a guy who leads by example. You know, didn't really have a lot around him. And look, if you're the Bears, pay attention. Look at what the Philadelphia Eagles did. Got Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. A year later, trade for A.J. Brown. The rest is history. Look where they are right now. They're the one seed in the NFC. Look at the Miami Dolphins. Tua was having a great year before his injuries, and I'm wishing him a speedy recovery. I think I say that on behalf of all of us. But look, get him Jalen Waddle. year later, get him Tyreek Hill, and the rest is history. In order for your quarterback to succeed, you got to put the right pieces around him. 
Dev, before we head out, I'm going to give you and Polly a chance to talk to our esteemed guests. It's not every day that we have somebody come up in class this place. Actually, most of our guests come in class up this place because we are three degenerates. But with that in mind, Dev, what do you got for our boy? I think I'll close it out uh, with this one here, Christian. So I was doing some reading on CBS Sports and the Ravens and the Dolphins are have the lowest chance to win the Super Bowl. And the two teams that are tied for first are the Chiefs and the Bills. And the Chiefs and Bills can play each other next week. And I'm just curious here. Do you really think any of those four teams, those two teams are a total like waste or those two teams are a total guarantee? Or is it it's the playoffs? These four teams have, as I hold up eight fingers, <laughs> these four teams have a shot to do anything right now. Look, this is the playoffs, man. It's a brand new season. Everybody is zero and zero right now. The regular season is behind you. It's time to put it all together. This is the reason why you go through training camp and you go through a long regular season for these moments right here. And I know Buffalo, they're going to want to bring this home for DeMar Hamlin because they're playing with a ton of emotion. I know you guys saw the start of that game on Sunday against the Wingland. That's the reason why we love sports so much. You couldn't script that any better. I've seen so many games at Buffalo over the years, and that's probably the most raucous I think I've ever seen that crowd. And then Kansas City, remember, a lot of people kind of wrote Kansas City off this year. No Tyreek Hill. What are you guys going to do? And Patrick Mahomes just showed, look, I'm him. I'm still that man. And he's on pace to win his second MVP. And he's not even 30 years old yet. And he here's the crazy thing. He hits his prime next year. And that's going to be even scarier. Look at what he's done already. Wins the MVP his first season. Wins the Super Bowl his second season. Checks the bag his third season. Got the contract. One of the highest paid players in the league. He's been nothing but consistent. So these playoffs are going to be really interesting, Devin. Anything can happen. Paulie, I know that you're going to be all over this. Carlos Correa story, speaking of New York, heading back to the AL Central. God, it just things can't get easy for the Chicago White Sox. But, uh, of course, you're going to see what's going on with Cubs Con happening in a few days. But you can check that out at Baseball Weekend Journal. But, Paulie, we are excited about Super Wild Card Weekend. What do you got for our guy Christian as we let him loose back into Gotham City? I already hit him with the the hard-hitting question and the baseball question. I guess at this point, though, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Who's your, you know, who are the teams that you would power rank at the top that you like to win it all this year? Um, I think Buffalo comes out the AFC this year. Um, I think this is their year. Josh Allen, they've already had heartbreak by Kansas City two years in a row, especially last year. I know it's been an up-and-down year for them at times, but the only way Buffalo is going to come out the AFC is if they get that running game going. If they can run that ball and take pressure off Josh Allen, they're going to be successful. You already know what you're going to get from the passing game, but now there's no Von Miller, and this is why you went and got him for the playoffs. You saw what he did for the Rams last year. You saw what he did in Denver all those years ago, sending Peyton Manning on top into retirement and eventually a Hall of Famer. Now, the others are going to have to step up. I'm sure he's still going to have a say. He's still going to have impact. He can still impact things from the sideline, and he can still kind of be that voice and that coach on the sidelines. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say Buffalo comes out the AFC and in the NFC. That one really seems like a dogfight. Um, I'm going to say San Francisco because San Francisco, they're built to come into the elements and play in the cold. Their physical, physicality travels 
have a strong offensive line. They can run that ball. Defense is physical and fast in all three tiers. They have, I think, the guy who's been the best defensive player in the league this year. And Nick Bosa is probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. So I think we're going to get a battle of the coast. Buffalo, Dude, get out of my head, man. You yeah. had. Yeah, I also thought the Giants would beat the Vikings. I have the Bills beating the 49ers in my Super Bowl prediction. I think we're in lockstep right now, Christian. I guess I so. Like that. I guess so. I don't like that. I don't like that you two are agreeing so much. I don't think that's safe for the world. There's already enough <laughs> turmoil going on with geopolitical stuff. We don't need Christian Simpson and Paul Shavari agreeing on football. Look, Pa, Pa, every, let them know, man. We, we've we been a tandem for years, you know. A long time. Yeah, this goes all the way back drop to, the like, mics. the <laughs> Fahey and the mics. Show, the, mics. the Cooley and Shavari Show, the Paul Shavari the Show. Look, I gave Mr. Mercado here the legendary nickname, Sistine Chapel. That's even his name on my phone when he calls me. <laughs> and I got to give Devin a nickname now. Now, I got to think of one. I got to think of one. So, oh, Devin, be, be on the lookout. Be, be careful, because then the FBI knows that you have his phone number, and that becomes a whole thing. De- oh, <laughs> Before God. we let you go, Christian, uh, we appreciate you taking so much time for us. We, you're doing amazing work, and you're one of the best in the business. Uh, we want to make you. sure that everybody stays tuned to this edition of the Sports Cubicle. We did Thank make you. our official picks in the beginning of the season, all the way at September. But now Bye. we get a mulligan, so we get to make our picks again a little later in this edition. Paulie already has kind of gave us a little tease of what he's looking for. My two teams that I picked in the beginning of the season are still in it in San Francisco and Baltimore, but both of them don't have the quarterback they started the season with. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see where I go in that direction. Dev is a man of chaos, so who knows which way he'll go in this super wild card weekend. But uh, Christian, where can the, the people, the millions and millions of the peoples go to check you out? Of course, you're at the Daily blog. You're doing amazing work there. Where can they find you on the website and all the socials? You can find me on Twitter at DailyBlitz underscore 61. Follow me on Instagram. Follow my personal page, which is at the football analyst underscore 61. Follow the business page as well, which is at the Daily Blitz underscore 61. Got a lot of great things coming for you. And look, I'll just shout you guys out right now. Follow my sports cubicle family. I love these guys. Look, if you can support me, you can support them as well. These are three, well, really four. Dan, Dan's not here. I'll throw Dan and I'll give Dan his flowers too. <laughs> look, look, man, these are four of the best men that I've come to know. Support them. They've done so much for me. I can't wait to be back on with them soon. We'll, we'll be talking as the Bears, the beloved Bears, <laughs> will be controlling free agency and the NFL draft. So we have plenty of times to have you on, my friend, and you'll be on with Bill Romanowski and all the rest of us here in Chicago. But on that note, thank you, Christian. Make sure you check out his work. For the best producer and board op and co-host in the business, Devin Tingle. For the best insider and person that breaks on all things Major League Baseball, check out his work at Baseball Weekend Journal. It's Paulie Dangerous, Paul Shabari. For our marvelous one, Dan Marver, our awesome guest, Christian Simpson. I'm Mike Mercado. Enjoy the rest of this edition of the Sports Cubicle here on WCPT 820.